Hi, I'm Hot Toddy. You mind if I talk to you for just a minute? I just want to say a few words about diarrhea. <laughs> Welcome to the Smoking Hot Podcast. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Greetings and salutations, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I am Hot Toddy, and we've got a good one for you this week. I might actually listen to this week's episode. I make no promises, but I might. This week's episode is called Hot Toddy in Gameland. That's right. This week, I am going to play, right here on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, video games. And not just any video games, vintage video games. You know, I, I, last year I actually had a, a Periscope series where I would turn on Periscope and I would set it up and I would broadcast out me playing video games so people could watch me playing the game through Periscope and they could comment and they get all nostalgic because they're all vintage games. And it was a pretty big hit. Now I'm trying to transfer it over to the podcast. Now I know what you're saying. Hot Toddy, how can you do this on a podcast? We can't watch you play the game, which would be more entertaining. So how are we supposed to listen to you? How is that supposed to work? Well, I don't have an affirmative answer for you. Uh, this is the first time we've ever tried it, and we're going to give it the old college try. And we're going to see how well it works. Uh, I have a microphone in front of the television, uh, in front of my television speaker, and then a microphone on me as I'm playing and talking. So you're going li- to you're going to hear the game, and you're going to hear me at the same time talking about the game and talking your talking you through the game. And uh, hopefully that'll bring back some nostalgia for you because you'll hear it, you'll know what it sounds like, and then you'll hear me talking about it. And it and like I said, the reason why it's so nostalgic is because I, I don't do like the new games. I don't do the new game system because I'm not much of a gamer. I don't really do any of that. So I don't have Xbox. I don't have PlayStation. The, the newest system that I have in my house is the Nintendo Wii. And that was the the original one that came out like 10 years ago. So I'm all about vintage. And I have, you know, the Super Nintendo, the original Nintendo, and uh, this week's game system that you're going to hear is the Nintendo 64. Oh, that's right. The big one that came out in the late 90s. And I'm going to be playing four of the most popular games from that system. And like I said, ho- the hope is is that you'll enjoy it. And it'll bring back a little nostalgic feel for you. And if it's if it's successful, if it works, we'll, we'll do some more uh, in the future. So that's coming up. We're also going to be talking about a very strange story that I came across last week. And DA's got a great sketch uh, all about it coming up as well. And, and it's very entertaining, believe me. And Ollie will be covering the big win for the Lady Vols that secured their spot in the Sweet 16 or at least he's going to try. And it's all coming your way on this week's episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, hello and welcome to the first edition of Hot Toddy in Gameland. This is going to be a really unique episode because it's all based around me sitting here 
playing video games, which is something I, I've never done before on a podcast. Now, I did used to have a, a Periscope edition of this where I would play these games on Periscope, and it would be kind of nostalgic for people. And now we're going to attempt it on the podcast. Now, as I said in the monologue, I know what you're thinking, you know, how can you play a video game on a podcast? Nobody can see it. Well, we're going to attempt to do this. This is the first time we've ever done it. And if it works, great. We'll continue to do it. We'll have more editions of this. But if not, you know, that we gave it the old college try. But you're going to listen to the game and you're going to listen to me at the same time. So you're going to hear the game playing, and you're going to hear me. Now, when it comes to games, uh, I am a nostalgic person. I'm not really into today's game systems like Xbox and PlayStation. No, I am into the old games. I grew up in the 90s, therefore I like the games of the 90s. Case in point, uh, Super Nintendo. The original Nintendo, which came out in the 80s, but uh, also was very pivotal in the 90s as well. And the game system that we're going to use tonight is the one, the only, the beloved Nintendo 64. That's right. The console that brought us so many wonderful and popular games uh, is now here with us this week, and this is the game console that I'm going to be playing off of. Now, if we do these in more editions, I'm going to do not just on... If we do more editions of this, it's not just going to be me on the Nintendo 64. It's also going to be me on the Super Nintendo, me on, on different consoles. But this week, I thought, let's, let's make it really fun. Let's kick it off with, uh, this, with the Nintendo 64, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So we're going to play some games, and uh, the first one that I've chosen for us is one called Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. If you know me, you know that I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and uh, this game... I consider this game to be the closest to the actual original trilogy than any of the any of the other Star Wars games. And the reason why is because it actually is. It takes place in Return in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but it's from a different point of view. It's from different characters that you never saw in the movies. So it's based off of those characters. Your hero is a guy it's not Luke, it's not Han, it's a guy named Dash Rendar, who's a friend of Han's, but he's not Han Solo. And the villain in this movie is not... is Well, Darth Vader is like the overall villain, as is the Emperor, but it's some guy named Prince Zizor. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just... It's a little bit strange. It's a little bit out there. But it is a very entertaining game, and I and it was one of my all-time favorites from growing up. So, without further ado, let's get this um, wagon trail rolling, and we will bring to you Star Wars Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64. All right, here we go. Now, the level that I'm playing is actually my favorite level from this game. It's the escape from Hoth, okay? So that's what this is all about. It's all about escaping from the Hoth planet, which is, of course, if you remember, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if not, <coughs> it's the, uh, the giant ice planet, the snow planet. And Dash Rindar is trying to do it. See, again, it's from a different point of view. It's not just, you know, the original characters. It's from the point of view of this guy. So Han, Leia, and Luke have all escaped from uh, Hoth. And if you remember in the film, of course, that's when we move on to the next thing. But no, see, Dash Rendar had to get off as well. And that's what we're waiting on, is Dash Rendar to get off. And that's what he's trying to do, is get off the planet. And uh, he's having some trouble right now, because I, I can't seem to kill the snowtroopers here. I just lost some health, so I have to get some health. And, you know, it's a really interesting game. I mean, this is a... Uh, it's a really fun game, and, and it, it, it provided hours of entertainment for me. 
Now this room that I'm about to go into is really interesting. Why? Because for some reason, and I didn't know this, and uh, I'm not real sure if this was ever really personified in the films, uh, but for some reason they were keeping those big uh, ice monsters in here. You remember the one that attacked Luke in the movie? Uh, for some reason, they're in here, kept in cages for some reason. Uh, wampas or wampums, however you even call them. But anyway, no, they're, they're in here, and I'm going to stupidly open, open up the cages, and the reason why is because I need what's called Seekers. It's, uh, it's, some, it's, a, it's a better gun system than what I have for a laser. I'm going to need that here in a little bit. Oh, okay, I just got, got the life kicked out of me by one of them. It's a lot of fun because, see, right now they're fighting each other. It's always better when they're not trying to hit you. But if you get their attention and they come outside, they will kill the snow troopers for you as time goes on. Which is a lot of fun. Did they make their way out? No, they're back in here fighting. Yo! Get it together, guys. Oh, hell. Here they come. Need some health again. Me and my stupidity of letting these things attack me. Oh, God. Oh, God. They're right behind me. Oh, God. This is, you know, this is just one of those games that uh, really... I think, like I said, personified the, the Star Wars trilogy the best. Uh, killing snowtroopers left and right. Man, I'm having trouble. Now I got it now. You know, I, again, I'm not much of a, a gamer. I should point that out, that I don't play many games. Like I said, I'm not really into the, you know, big consoles of today, which is, you know, Xbox and PlayStation and all that stuff. I'm just not, okay, I'm dying. Hold on, let me, oh, we'll back to that in a minute once I kill this stupid gun. There we go. God almighty. Alright. Oh, now a probe droid. That's great. So now we're... <clears throat> I just destroyed a probe droid. This is ridiculous. Okay. Oh, I just knocked a guy off the cliff. That's hilarious. Uh, but anyway, I'm not much of a gamer, so, you know, I, I don't keep up with the Star Wars games, but I did have some other Star Wars games for... Uh, for Nintendo 64, and they just failed in comparison to this one. I mean, it just they just weren't as much fun as that one. The Shadows of the Empire. This video game became so popular that they actually had a toy line come out for this line. I don't know how many, you know, for Star Wars characters, you know, you really want to stick to the movies, obviously, but this particular version of this video game it was so popular, yet, like I said, they, they put out a toy line. I still have the Dash Rendar action figure, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I still enjoy it. It's fun to play with. Okay, I don't actually play with it. That was weird. But I still have it, uh, and um, it's a collectible, you know? All right, so now I'm going downstairs where the fight will continue, but uh, there's two stages to this. Now I'm in stage two, where the fight will continue. Remember, we are trying to escape from the planet Hoth on this level. And uh, you can tell I've not played in a while because it's been proving difficult for me. I'm losing all my freaking health, which is wonderful. 
All I'm trying to do is just get to my ship. That's all I want to do. Oh, got another pro droid. I forget about these things. God, what is the point? All right, I'm going to jump over this big cliff, and now, uh, oh, here we go. Some health and shields and everything. Extra life? Yeah, I'll take that. Went from five to six lives. All right, now let's see if I can get my ass back over to the thing. Here we go. Like I said, if you're listening to this and you remember playing this game, you know how you're, you're, you're having a nostalgia flashback right now. It's absolutely blowing your mind because you remember how it just how much fun this game was. It was just it was just a blast to play. Really, anything on the Nintendo 64 console was a, was fun to play. It didn't really matter, you know, what it was. The only problem about not playing for a while is I forget where everything is. Here we go. And now I have to go upstairs. Oh god. Now I've got to shut off the shield system that holds his his uh, spaceship in place. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what I got to do. We'll find out here in a minute. I'm accomplishing my mission right now. Uh, the power has been restored. Hurry up and get to the ship. Okay, so that's what it was. We were trying to... Oh, sorry. We are trying to get to the... Turn the power back on to get back to the ship. Alright, well, that makes sense. I'm down with that. Alright, am I getting fired at? Oh, I'm getting fired at. I don't remember where I'm supposed to go. I think I go straight. That's straight. Okay, here we go. It gets a little confusing. Now, the grand finale of this uh, level is going to be extreme, so uh, bear with me here. It's going to be interesting. If I stop talking altogether at some point, uh, bear with me. I'm just trying to make this work. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. Oh, the giant ice thing that opens up. Oh. Stay straight. Oh god. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Now we're making. We're making some progress here. All right. Now. How many elevators you gotta go up here? Hey, got a joke for you. If Piazzadora married Ella, or no, it was it? Oh yeah. Well, no. If Ella Fitzgerald, that's what. If Ella Fitzgerald marries Darth Vader, she'd be elevator. Ha! Oh god, alright, here we go. The grand finale. I gotta battle an ATST that's been left behind to guard the guard the planet in hopes that uh, to catch any stragglers trying to run off the planet. Now, you remember I was talking about the Seekers earlier, uh, a few minutes ago. That was my goal, was to get a Seekers. Because they're a better gun. And the reason why is they're a better gun is because I can... Uh, and use them to destroy this stupid thing. Laser blast won't do it. But I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. Ah! I killed it. Destroyed it. On the first go around, too. That takes talent, people. I'm just saying. But there you go. Oh, yeah. Now it's time to get to the ship. All right. Got to do that before, the, uh, before more Imperial troops get here. So, got to hurry now. Alright, 
almost there. Um, more stormtroopers? You think they would just give up by now? Dash Rindar is ready to make the grand escape. Oh, on my ship? Oh, I don't think so, bitch. And away we go. Dash Rindar has escaped successfully off of the planet Hoth. And there you have it. That's Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64 on the first go-around of Hot Toddy in Gameland. And now, Hot Toddy gets interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. Well, happy early Easter to you, too, Teebs. It's good to be back. Yeah, the Todd cast is flowing great. You know, we're almost done with the second season. We only got about, like, five episodes left. It's crazy. Yeah, everything's running great. I think we've made a major impact. We've done some really great episodes, so I think uh, everything's really, really working great. Yeah, things with us are going fine, too, you know? Just taking it day by day, doing our thing. Yeah, this Easter's kind of special because we're going to go see Miss Pingrino's sister because she just had a baby, and uh, so we're going to go visit. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a fun trip. You see how I'm ignoring you? I'm not getting into this with you. You know you can't go with us. You, uh, why are we even arguing about this? You know it's not possible because you hate... I mean, you. I know you enjoy the car ride, but you don't... You, you don't like to be taken to the car. You're a nightmare to get to the car, and it's just, it's not a fun trip. No, because, look, you're going to have a miserable time. You're a cat. You don't travel well. That's why you're not going... Stop making this about you. This is not about you. I'm sorry that you've had to spend the last couple of major holidays by yourself, but, I mean, it just... Look, we're going to leave you plenty of food. You're going to be fine. I just don't... Walking away. Screw you. And that was Hot Toddy getting interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. Uh, I've had my car stolen, actually. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, well, they recovered it. That's when, uh, so, that's, that's so when, you. I, that's when I, I found a, a kitchen knife in the middle console afterwards. <laughs> but I started wondering, like... Did they leave that, or was that there before? <laughs> like, I was, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, who knows? I'm not sure. They recovered it, though, so. Well, that's they, that's the know, good news. Whatever. Information again, so I repeat it back to him, and I'm like, but I've only been here 30 minutes. Yeah. And the guy was like, well, you just have to talk to the parking attendant when he comes and hangs up on me. Yeah. Totally oh, rude. Geez. Totally rude. So by the time the parking attendant came, which was like five minutes later, I was already kind of mad because mm -hmm. I was frustrated. I knew I was in the right. Well, then I look at the ticket in my dash, and it's not my ticket. Right. Hmm. I don't know if it had printed one that came before mine or yeah. what. Like, I don't know what it was. I... And so he's like, well, you must grab the wrong ticket. And maybe I did. Sure, I didn't look at it. And I'm like, yes, but I can tell you it's only been 30 minutes. Can you not check the database off my phone number or something? Right. He's like, we don't have one of those. <laughs> We're... <laughs> Wow. So yeah. yeah, how do you not have that? And I'm like, well, how do you not it's have It's like this? the system is is just designed to be a jerk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like 70, he's like wanting $75. Uh-huh. And he's like, there's an ATM up the road I can take you to. I'm like, no, I'm not paying no. you. <laughs> no. And so I start searching Screw all that. the cars. Yeah. And I find my ticket in somebody else's car. Oh, my God. And I'm like, that's my ticket. Look, it has my stall number 60. Mm -hmm. It's paid for the card, like I said. I was like, that's my ticket. Right. And I'm taking pictures of it with my cell phone. <laughs> right. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm documenting this because if you try to get $75 out of me, we're calling the police. Right, right. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's and just trying to extort money from you at that point. Uh, yeah, man. and then yeah. he got scared, and Be so he to took him. the boots right. off. <laughs> oh, good. Good for him. Good. Good for you. Oh, because I would have. I would have called the police. Yeah, you, you like... called the cops <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the parking attendant? Yeah, because he was trying to rob me. So is that what happened? That he Did he actually take your ticket and put it on somebody else? No, I don't know if... Like, we were all one ticket behind or something. Yeah. Um, and so we each car was just grabbing the ticket that was actually the one after them. Right. And I happened to get the crappy ticket that yeah. put me in expired. Right. Or if it was printing the wrong one, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. But I just think that he was uh, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well. Bottom line, I think that's official. Well, yeah. the fact that he didn't want to work with me is like I was making all this up. And, like, all my information proved true when he saw the ticket. Right. I was like, you you guys have to have a better system than this. For real. That's, a, that's a insane. You can't. Like 75. But that's my point. Okay, so. So the, the, they don't even check. They just automatically boot your car. Like, oh, you're in an expired area, so we're not, you know, not even going to check into things. We're just yeah, no, they just booted yeah. it. And, mm-hmm. and, like, with them, I don't understand how that's legal. I don't understand how you can take my property that is well worth more than your $2 ticket. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that is, and then, that is kind of uh, that's a good point. A, a, yeah, that's very a good solid point. point. Yeah. And then ask for, say, I will give you back, you know, your car, which is worth $5,000, for $75, which is like, what? Like 2,000 times the price of an actual ticket? Right. Mm. It's extortion. It is extortion. Yeah, he's just—it's really just trying to be a jerk. Rigged up. Yeah, it's like Knoxville tried to rob you. <laughs> Knoxville <laughs> tried to rob me, and Damn I mean, it. if you get one from the city, it's like twelve dollars. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, if you get one from an actual police mm-hmm. officer, right? Which is fair. I say twelve dollars is fair. I can, it, you yeah. know, if I mess right. up and I miss my meter or I park somewhere that I'm not supposed to, twelve dollars is work. a fair yeah. fine for me. Yeah, seventy-five dollars to get nah. back my property. Hell no. Nah. It no, is, yeah. No. It's like I, I just, just it's extortion. No. no, it is extortion. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Extortion by a private company. Did you get What's his name? Let's say his name on the air. No, let's not do that. I didn't get his, his name. First, no. How about his first name? I didn't get oh. his name. All oh. I, he, I mean, he didn't come up and say, "Hi, I'm Bob, and I'm the <laughs> butthead who did this." He was just like, "I'm number zero one one five seven or whatever." Oh my God, it's a cyborg. It is. A, it is. Yeah. The Terminator. It's like literal Terminator. Yeah. Well, obviously, and the thing was like. I felt bad for him because I was driving my hoop ride, which is my HHR. You know, how yeah. it ended up. But yeah. he came up with a worse car. Really? <laughs> so I was okay. like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of feel bad for zero zero one five yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Like he opened up the He's door and day. there was no door panel on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and like this. And he works seat. as and he works as a parking attendant. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And like the trunk wouldn't open, so he had to do everything through the front seat because I guess the back door didn't open either. <laughs> Like I, I, I think at that point I would have caved and maybe po- if I had it's, $75 possibly it's found like, a way it's to like, get no, it to him. It's no. like being an alcoholic and having to work as a bartender. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But exactly. you know what? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He didn't park. When he came in, he didn't park in a designated area. He didn't pay for anything. Mm. No. Wow. But I did that's feel bad fella. for him because that's I was amazing. like, that's got to be a crappy job. He's just got a crappy life. Let's face facts here. Yeah. I mean, he's just. He's Shout just, out I didn't to make zero, it any zero, one, five, seven. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Made the future look bright for you when the Terminators take over. Seriously. But note to everybody who parks downtown. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> just go ahead and pay for the ten dollar ticket. I guess every time. Now, who was it? Was was it? It was the city of Knoxville that. No, no. It, it, was it was the private. The private, it was private, the private parking company. Okay. City of Knoxville, like I said, is very. Yeah, fair. that's right. Now, who's the company? So we can get their name out. So they'd be like, well, be on. 
Be on the lookout for these foes. I don't know. It's the ones with the yellow and black signs. Okay, so look okay. for the yellow like and black. Central parking, maybe, yeah. something like that. Black and yellow, black and yellow. If you see black and yellow, run. That's right. Yeah, don't run. park there. Don't park run there. Run like the wind. And I hate myself because I could have parked parallel, but I was like, I don't want to do you that You didn't want to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, normally I'm actually kind of good at it now, but I was just like, I just don't want to deal with it. Uh. That's just a whole. Lot yeah. of, that's a whole lot of mess right there. It that's was. Just, it was sad. That's not fair. Oh man. Well, I hope we thoroughly brought everybody. Well, no, it was really a heroic story because it was you a pretty funny. You, story. It's a funny story, and you made the effort to go look for your tag. Oh, I knew I was right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, I knew it. And zero. What's the number you got? Zero zero one five seven. He or learned. Whatever. Yeah. He learned his lesson. Damn it. He he learned it hard. He's not going to doubt people so mm-hmm. much. Hell no. I love that. Well, time. I don't know. I've could. Const- I'm cons- have, have you heard about the fifth Indiana Jones movie? Yes, I've heard about it. Why? I hope Red Letter Media has something to say yes, about it. they this. had something to say about the fourth one. It was great. They, they did, yeah. Or Mr. Plinkett did, anyway. I yes. think it's going to be good. I'm excited. The fourth I, one was stupid. The fourth one was kind of dumb, but you know what? It's just like Star Wars. You're always wanting to see the ne- another no. one. You know? You, you are. I, di- I didn't want to see the fourth Indiana Jones I, movie. But I you still see- saw it. No, I didn't. I saw I it. Saw it on, no I saw half of it on no, TV no one time. You can't have a opinion if you didn't sit there. I saw it in theater, and I actually own the movie. So and I didn't see it in theater. Yeah, and I, I didn't see it in theater. It was not my favorite. I still liked it, but I've it, seen, was, it was not my I favorite. Think, I think I saw half of it one day. I think I saw like the last hour of it one day. The next day, <laughs> the last I saw five the minutes. first hour of like, okay, I'm caught up on this movie. And, and hey, you know, no, the two, no. the two have. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch it in one continuous it, loop. It's not. But I've seen it, the whole movie in bits and pieces. It's not the best. You're right, but it's still a good one. And I, I'm behind. No, five. It's not. I I'm just don't five. know what you expect from these movies. You don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I well, what do you expect? Ac- I expect action and adventure, well, not from a 65 year old man. Well, <laughs> no and he's older now, so he's like 70, almost okay. 80 now. Here, um. Red Letter Media did a critique of the movie. And they they did. Sum, they summed it up perfectly. They did. Like, what it th- is that um, the whole, like, Indiana Jones is not a realistic character. The whole no. thing is, like, for, like, guys, you kind of secretly want to be him. It's vicarious inter- entertainment. Not really. You live, he, he out, does a- you live out your adventures through Indiana Jones. He's not, not really. exactly, he's a fairly two-dimensional character. He does way too much stuff. I don't like but, to do a lot of stuff. It's, they they drew an, an analogy to this. Like, what if you what if they remade Fast and the Furious thirty years later? Oh, yeah, and cast all part. the same actors who were all like sixty at that point, yeah, it was and tried to market it to the same audience. Like that's yeah. why that's why this movie is kind of a big yeah, but you know, of crap mostly. Yeah, but I mean, it it's it, it's different with Indiana Jones. It's different with Star Wars. That you can do that. You couldn't do that with Fast and the Furious. No, you you really couldn't. But you and you can. Not really do it with Indiana Jones. You you can, and he, I and I'm why used I, to be Indiana Jones, uh, bare knuckle fighting people. Yeah, and like, he did I, that to one person, and it, I was just like, what? I agree completely with, with what Red Letter Media said about the movie, but I still like it's still entertaining to me. Four, I liked four, and it was and this, I look forward to it five. was an alien. It how was stupid, an alien. It was. It was, was that? again. I agree with what they said, but I I, I thought it was cute. I still yeah. I thought it was still entertaining. I was just like what. <laughs> I got that was me. I got to the end. I was like, "What?" <laughs> no. And, and, and like two, there were two characters I just didn't understand. Who was like the secret agent who kept switching sides? Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, th- like he keeps switching sides because he's a douche. That's yeah, what he does. I was just like, 
I was like, okay, younger Indiana Jones would have killed you by now. Yeah, because yeah. because you were stupid. Right. Like 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 the multiple betrayals, he would have shot <laughs> mm-hmm. you in the head by now. And Shia LaBeouf, it should not have been the son. I agree. Eh. With that one. I I didn't like him as the kid. I didn't. He wasn't the most glaring problem with the movie. No, there was that's sad when your movie is the most glaring problem isn't Shia. Exactly. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Wait, and who was the guy who was? Like he seemed kind of brain dead, more or less. Oh, Ox or uh, something. Oxley, yeah. Yeah. What was the point of him? And what was yeah. the point of the crystal skull? It was, it was Look, such a convoluted. If plot you if you have to if you have to sit and an- ask qu- a million questions for every film, you're not going to enjoy them. You just gotta you just gotta sit back and relax and just enjoy. Yeah. That's what you can do with the old Indiana Jones. You trilogy can do with this and, one. But I sat back and I relaxed and I still said what? Well. <laughs> I don't know what to do for you. Look, again, I agree with everything, everything Red Letter Media says about the Star Wars prequels and Indiana Jones 4, but I, I still found them, you know, nice to watch, you know. Yeah. They're, they're there, I'll watch them. I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, I, I, whatever. They're just going to kill Indiana Jones off. They yeah, really will just they, kill him. <laughs> what they're going to do is they're going to do sequels or remakes or just, of all of his films, and he's going to kill... Exactly. They're going to do a, a fugitive sequel, an Air Force One sequel. They're going to kill off all his characters so they can never come back to <laughs> yeah, any so movies. Yeah, so no one can no. ever have the characters or anything. There's exactly. like Harrison Ford takes all these with him to the That's grave. Right. No more. No, they're they're doing um a Star Wars spinoff where they where somebody plays a young Han Solo. Yeah, it's a Han Solo chronicle origin yeah. story. Yeah. So and they're Har- also Harrison Ford is not going to be playing no. that part. And they're and they're also doing one on frickin' Boba Fett. How boring is that movie gonna be? I uh, think that'll actually be kind of interesting. I don't know. I Might mean, be. granted, I lo- Boba Fett the character is interesting and fun to watch, but I don't know if I want to see the entire story behind. It. We we got a piece of it in Attack of the Clones, and that was just boring as hell. He was just a little kid who saw his father's head chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He should have been. He, he should have been more of an enraged Samuel. human being. I felt like mm-hmm. after that. Why? He seemed pretty cold and calculating. In no, he was like Empire Strikes Back. He was cold and calculating, but then he was like, "You, re- you say you remember the remake of Return of the Jedi? He turns into a stud muffin at the uh, freaking Jabba's no. palace. Yeah, he's I like girls all part. up on him and stuff. It's funny. Uh, the way I remember Return of the Jedi is he's always just kind of in the background. He and was. Then, he nods. And then uh, Han Solo accidentally hits his jetpack and yeah. flies into the side of the this ship. This really interesting and that was character. The end of Bo- and that was the end of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Hot Toddy and Gameland continues with my all-time favorite Nintendo 64 game. By far the best one that was ever made, GoldenEye 007. A lot of people argue that it was definitely not the best movie uh, out of the James Bond series, but it was without a doubt the best video game. Again, it's like I said earlier, Nintendo 64 put out the best games. They really, they just, they just did. Let's face that fact. But anyway... So let us now uh, enjoy this round of Hot Toddy and Gameland, this time with GoldenEye 007 playing my favorite level, The Facility. Why is it my favorite level? Because it starts out in a bathroom, and you have to kill soldiers who are standing in the bathroom stalls, and it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But actually, the, the whole level itself is just really interesting. So what do you say we get into it? Here we go, The Facility level of GoldenEye 007. Now, something interesting you should know about what I'm doing here. I have a cheat code. (laughs) 
I got this like oh, 16 or so years ago. My cousin found it. And uh, it's interesting because it, there was like a whole bunch of them during that time, for, and just specifically for 007. It was really odd. But anyway, uh, so one of my cheat codes is all guns. So I have every single gun that is available in this game in all the levels in this one level like there, you know, there's different games for there's different guns for different levels I have every single gun here right now so I will never run out of ammo or anything like that and so that obviously will come in pretty handy when I'm trying to uh, you know get through the facility which is what I'm trying to do and I just shot a guy above him in the in a uh, in a stall in a bathroom stall again if you remember this game growing up you know how much fun it was uh-oh. I woke the beast. Now, if you remember GoldenEye 007, this movie was uh, about uh, Russia. Uh, some sort of group called Yanis. A guy, it was a guy named Yanis, right? And uh, he's trying to, like, dismantle the British government. Isn't that like... That's really like the plot of every 007 movie, it seems like. But, uh, but it was fun. It was a fun movie. Alright, just so you know, I'm about to let everybody up in this mother know that I am here. You heard it here first, like that? I don't know, maybe I should have been quieter, but nah, I said no. We'll do it this way. We'll do it my own way. My favorite gun in the all guns cheat code, I'm trying to get to it right now, is this, the laser. It is unlimited ammo. It's just like, uh, it's just like the laser gun in Star Wars, you know? You never, you never run out. I'm just trying to kill this guy. Really? Wow, my aim is off something fierce tonight. Oh, there we go. He's not dead? Oh, there he goes. God, how long, how much does it take to kill you? I love sneaking up behind this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I have clearance to go into uh, the room that will open up the next door for me to go into. There's a lot of doors. In there. Just like there was a lot of elevators in Shadows of the Empire, there's a lot of doors in, uh, in uh, GoldenEye 007. It's alright, though. Oop, I made the miss. Alright, so I just opened the door. Now, here we go. Alright, so my first objective is complete. And now I'm just killing dudes. So it's pretty much just like any 007 game. You're just killing dudes. Your wimpy guns are no match for my lasers. Seriously, it's just like you're asking for trouble at that point. Now, I'm, I'm standing in front of a scientist right now. He's got his hands up. You can't kill the scientist. That's unfortunate. Really, you just want to go on a freaking rampage, right? And just kill everybody? No, you can't do that. Uh, unfortunately, you have to play nice and... Uh, not kill the scientist. That's one of the main objectives of this level. Easier said than done.
killing me some Russian soldiers, though, that's for sure. Oh, hell no. How many? Is somebody else shooting me? Somebody else want some? I'm about to bring it on. There you go. Enjoy that. Damn it, the door closed. Alright, here we go. Opening another door. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, damn it. I killed one of the scientists. It's okay to kill like one or two, but you can't kill like multiple ones, otherwise, you lose the objective. God damn. Everybody get out of my way. Coming through. Son of a bitch. Alright, that's it. I'm closing the door behind me. Objective A is complete. I'm gonna give me some damn ammo. I do like to switch to one of the better guns uh, as we get deeper into the level because uh, they make a more powerful sound, it's face facts, and they're a lot more destructive. And if you remember this, this scene from the movie or this level from the game, the final objective is you have to blow up all the gas tanks that will eventually blow up the facility. And you have to do it after poor Alec Trevelyan gets killed. Spoiler alert if you've never seen uh, GoldenEye 007. It appears that Alec Trevelyan gets killed, but he in fact is the bad guy in the film. He, he tricked everybody. You gotta love, uh, gotta love that, right? Alright, where's that Dr. Dope guy? Not that I need anything from him, but you know, it's cool to hang out with. I'm about to go into beast mode right now. Hold on to your butts. I got some awesome, like, remote bombs. Ah, there you are, my, my remote mines. I'm going to put them onto the gas tanks, and at the appropriate time, I will trigger the gas tanks with my watch. I gotta get Alec Trevelyan out of the way because if you kill Alec Trevelyan, you fail the mission. I don't know why he ends up being the bad guy, but you know, what are you gonna do? Alright, so those are out of the way. I'm not done yet. There we go. I gotta get the rest of them. There we go. Alright, I'm not gonna switch to my beast mode guns. I'm just gonna get these out of here. Alright. Well, Alec, you're on your own. I'm out of here. And that wraps up part two of Hot Toddy in Game Land, GoldenEye 007, my all-time favorite Nintendo 64 game. I hope you enjoyed. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Well, get the notepad out because this may give you some ideas, especially if you've been burglarized, whether it be just one time or multiple times, you might want to end up doing what this guy did. A man in Lazella who's been burglarized twice said that thieves stopped coming to his place after he put a casket outside his house. He says, if you don't have any business coming out here, don't come out here. And if I catch somebody up on my property messing with my things, then I'll take things into my own hands. 
Trespassers took $10,000 worth of stuff from his property in August, and then they came back again the next month and took some more stuff, so he vowed that it would stop right then and there, and he placed an empty casket on his property, and the thieves have not been back since. Drastic times calls for drastic measures, I suppose, but I gotta say, it does appear to be working, and I would say it's probably a great conversation piece as well. You can have picnics on the casket and everything, it, it looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I seriously wonder how he deals with that when new people come over. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, DA. Oh, wow. You have a beautiful home. Oh, thanks. Would you like the grand tour? Sure. Sounds good. Well, here's the kitchen. Oh, Very wow. Nice. Very nice. This is the living room. Oh, so cozy. I love it. This is the dining room. Very fancy. So nice in here. This is the master bedroom. Wow. So spacious. Let's go outside. Now over there, we got the pool. Oh man, that looks good. Makes me long for summer. And over there is my casket. Say what? Uh, right. Why do you have a casket in your yard? Well, to keep burglars away. And uh, does it work? Oh yeah. See, I was robbed twice. Then I got the casket, and I haven't been back. In fact, no one comes around here. I mean, like, seriously, you're, you're like the first two people to come here in like four months. Well, if it works, more power to you. Yeah, and it's not just used for the burglar thing. I can have picnics on it. It's a great place to store things, and I can use it to take naps. And if you'll excuse me... Good night. I think the word you're looking for is wackadoo. Yeah. Smoking hot podcast. The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We're back for another good one and it's an exciting one as well because it involves our beloved Tennessee Lady Vols who have now secured their position in the Sweet 16 after beating Arizona State Sunday night. And we've got Ollie on the scene right here in Knoxville and he's with the Lady Vols today and we're going to get their reaction on their big win. Ollie, how are things out there? There's a lot of chairs, though, and a floor. Uh-huh. So, Ollie, have, have you spoke with the Lady Vols, any of the players, to get their reaction on this huge win for them? Hashtag sports! Uh, exactly. And have you spoken to anybody who, who plays this sport? There's not many lights on. They're kind of dim. I can see my car out front. My battery stopped working. I'm going to have to go to Walmart to get that fixed. Biscuits! Okay. Well, that's not really telling us anything at all. Um, have you spoken with uh, with Holly Warlick, uh, how she feels about this big win? Because it's huge, because the Lady Vols didn't have a really great season, but the fact that they're going on in the Sweet 16 is absolutely fantastic. Have you gotten her reaction and how she feels and how she feels the, the future of the program is going to be? Basketball players do have butt cheeks! Okay, well, that's odd. Uh, have you spoken with anybody from Arizona State uh, about how they feel on the loss? Did you speak with any of their players? Open. <laughs> are, wait, are you saying that I, I don't really want to, I don't want to know who's, why did, never mind. How about uh, their head coach, Charlie Turner Thorne? Did you speak with her at all and how she feels about the team going forward? It's Easter this weekend. 
again. I'm going to be the bunny. Oh, well, okay, on, on an unrelated note, you're going to be the Easter bunny somewhere. That, that's cool. What are you going to do? Hop around my yard. Find eggs. Uh-huh. So you're not, uh, you're not doing this for kids or a function or anything? No! Why? Nothing. Just, uh, just another piece of the puzzle put into place. So, did you speak with anybody of either team about this big win? No, because I can't find them anywhere. Station! Well, how come? You're supposed to be right on site with them. Rumor has it everybody's left Arizona, so I don't know what to do. Please tell me you're not in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah! Oh, for God's sakes, Ollie! The Lady Vols have left already! They're back home now! Oh, thanks for whizzing this one down our legs, Ollie. This was supposed to be a huge deal. The Lady Vols are going on to the Sweet 16, and you screwed it up again. Good God, man. What is it with you? My pants are too tight. Shut up. Just get back home, will you? Okay. Oh, there's people starting to fill the room. It's a lot of strange people wearing ball caps and chewing tobacco. Oh, look, they're holding Donald Trump signs. Oh, it must be a Donald Trump rally. I hate that guy. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! And now we come to the game that I think really solidified the popularity of the Nintendo 64, and that is Super Mario 64. Uh, This was the first real modern Mario game to ever uh, come out, and it was just... It was so cool and so neat because for the first time ever it, you were playing Mario you were as you were playing as Mario from his point of view you weren't just from the side anymore no it was like you were in the game with him and it was just a lot of fun and so now we're going to uh, go now deep within the world that is Mario and play Super Mario 64 now I haven't really decided uh, which level we're going to play because there really are so many wonderful ones I, I really don't know how to go about it. But if you recall, right now, currently making my way inside the castle. Yeah, you're always outside the castle. Now, of course, the point of Super Mario Brothers, well, really, most of the time, the, the goal of Mario was always to save the princess. The princess was always in trouble. I don't know. She's got some horrible security. It really got on my nerves. I don't understand why. I mean, are you not able to protect the woman? I mean... There's, you've got plenty of people there. I feel like you could do it, but okay, no, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say, yeah, sure, you can't, you can't handle taking care of one freaking person. Whatever. That's the way it is. So the whole goal here, of course, is to save the princess from the evil Bowser. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll do that. We'll play that level. Let's play uh, one of the many levels that you had to battle Bowser in because there were a handful. Now, here we go. 
a bit of a pre-game thing there. We, uh, we have to climb up these horrendous hills. And remember when I said that uh, Mario, this particular Mario game, uh, was from point of view. This is the only level, only levels that are not in point of view form. It's almost, it's almost as if it's trying to dare you to play this game. And I just fell down. Okay, we'll try it again. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, you're a princess. Don't you have some freaking guards or something? Why does a plumber have to freaking save you? I don't understand. Could you imagine that in reality? Hey, I'm Merle. I'm here to help you out. Sorry, my butt crack's showing. Alright, extra life. And like somebody like Kim Kardashian, like <laughs> a plumber saving Kim Kardashian. What the hell? I mean, it would make sense. That would be that would be a Super Mario movie right there. But this is uh, this is without a doubt my all-time favorite Super Mario game because it, it was it was the first modern one. Oh, I just died. I cannot believe that. Okay. Wow. I'm usually so good at this. You can tell I'm out of practice. You can tell I'm not a gamer. Because it takes me a while to do this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reteaching myself. Because I've not played in, uh, in quite a while. Like I said, I used to have a Periscope edition of this. Where I would get on Periscope and I would put the camera up. People would watch me play games. And uh, I got a great response from it. And I thought, how can we utilize that to the uh, Smoking Hot Toddcast, and uh, I think this is the best route. You can hear what we're doing, you can hear what's going on, we're having fun. Oh my god, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm lacking in confidence at the moment because I've got to get away from these god-awful things. All right, here we go. Don't fall again! Oh my god! Well, we're going to be here all night, looks like. I guess I can't. Oh, come on. Yeah, mama mia, whatever. Let's get back in there, hurry. Douchebag. Of course Bowser would make his levels. Okay. Well, I just died again. We're gonna get through this. My, my frustration is setting in. But I promise you we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this together. Oh my god, I almost died again. Okay, we can, we're, we're getting through this. I am determined now to do this. Don't fall, you stupid plumber. Don't, don't get caught up in one of those either. Oy. And this really is the best guy that can help out, I guess so. Princess Peach seems to uh, seems to trust him pretty well. I wonder how many people actually became plumbers just so they could hopefully meet a princess and never have to work again. Thanks to the inspiration of this game. Okay, alright, alright. Trying to get, we're going back and forth on these giant weight things, and oh my god, I'm about to die. I'm gonna, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Look, I 
have not played in a while, leave me alone, okay? Oh, here we go. Alright, we're getting there. I got to get up the big steps here. And now I go down the big tube where I will come face to face with the evil himself. Bowser. And you're a douchebag. Now if you remember, again, this is all nostalgia for you. Now if you remember the whole concept of the uh, of this level was to throw Bowser to a big bomb and then he would fall back and he wouldn't die but he would be knocked out for a little bit. Gur, I was a bit careless. This is not as I had planned, but I still hold the power of the stars and I still have Peach. You'll get no more stars from me. I'm not finished with you yet, but I'll let you go for now. You'll pay for this later. And I got the big key that would allow me into the next level. The only problem with that is uh, I played this game many years ago and, and saved it, so I, I pretty much have, have won everything on this entire game. So, so there you go. Another fun game. That's Mario 64. Uh, my, probably the, the, the most well-known game of the Nintendo 64 series and definitely one of my favorites. And uh, stay tuned because we've got the best one yet to come right here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And now, Hot Toddy gets interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. Well, it's all good, Teebs. It's uh, good to be back. Thanks for calming down. Yes, I'd love to talk about this week's episode. It's a very interesting episode. It, it's all about me playing video games, which is something I don't—I rarely do because I'm not much of a gamer. So uh, I, I kind of wanted to give a little peek into the world of my gaming life, which is more about the classic games than it is about today's games. And so I, I think it'll be really interesting. Uh, who knows? You know, uh, the next episode, the next new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast will be in three weeks. So uh, uh, we'll figure it out between now and then, I guess. Yeah, we do have a very special season finale coming up in June, so uh, we definitely want everybody to be ready for that. I'm not going to release what it is just yet, but we, we've got something special planned. <coughs> of course you're going to be a part of it. You're a huge part of it, and uh, I promise you, you'll have a role in the, uh, in the season finale. You got that right. <coughs> and just like that, it turns dark again. Why are you doing this, Teebs? Why must... <coughs> oh, God. Do you like this? Is this enjoyable for you just to go off on me during the interview? I mean, why... <coughs> I thought Ollie was bad. Oh, come on, Teeps. You, you, you got to understand some things here. You can't just yell at me whenever you want. This is not... Is this, is this about Easter again? You're not coming with us! I'm not getting into this with you. I'm, I'm just... I, I think we need some time apart here. I just don't think... Mm. No, no, you cannot have a raise. What makes you think you're going to get a raise after all this? You're... Teeps, read my lips. No. And that was Hot Toddy getting interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. So back in November, we did a sketch that featured God and Satan having a meeting with Satan trying to convince God to let him have a little bit more pull in world events. And God was adamant in saying no, but Satan made a good case for himself because this thing that he wants to create would actually combine forces with God, meaning he would create something evil that would threaten humanity, which he'd get a huge kick out of, and then God could eventually destroy it. And the surprise ending, because we get to hear exactly what it was that he was trying to create, was Comcast. 
that was funny, and it was based on an animated uh, cartoon I found online, and it was really, really funny. Well, in light of recent events and recent people in the world, I think this sketch deserves a redo. It's a special edition, if you will. I'm George Lucasing it and taking out the old and putting in the new. So enjoy this updated version of the God and Satan sketch. Meanwhile, in heaven... Hey, St. PD, what's going on, man? Oh, hello, Satan. I got a joke for you. Listen to this. What is covered in white, hangs on a hook, and gets you completely clean? I don't know what. Pope on a rope. <laughs> very funny, Satan. Very, very funny. Oh, come on, you love it, St. Peter. Don't act like you don't. Yeah, well, I don't. And what are you doing here, anyway? We're really busy here today. I just thought I'd stop by and see my old friend God. Is he in today? Well, yes. What does it matter to you, Satan? Will you just tell him I'm here? Fine. Uh, God? Yep. Satan is here to see you. Ah, jeez. All right, send him in. Go ahead on in. Thanks, Petey. God, my man, what's happening? Hello, Hello Satan. Satan. What, what can, can I, I do, do for you? you? I've come here with a business proposition that I think you will find most appealing. All right, shoot. Well, as you know, God, both heaven and hell have fallen on hard times recently. Just when evil begins to take over the world, the beauty of humanity sweeps in and pushes me down a peg. But yet at the same time, just when you have faith in humanity, evil sweeps in and pushes you down a peg. You better, you better be, be going, going somewhere, somewhere with this, Satan. Oh, I am. I am. It was a law that was established by you, if I recall, when I fell from grace. That though I could have my own world and take in those who do evil, I was not allowed to create anything. Am I correct in that assumption? Yes. yes. You, you know, know very well that that was the rule that we put, put together. together. I would continue, continue creating everything, everything on Earth. Even, Even things that people think you create, create I still create it in order to teach a lesson. Exactly. But as you know, if I actually created something, it would destroy the world in an instant. Yeah, that's why I put it into place. Is there a reason for this, Satan? Oh, there is, God, I assure you. Believe me, there's a point. I propose that just once, just this one time, you let me create something. Uh-uh, no. Add the question. It's not happening. Come on, God. Let me create one evil thing. I guarantee you, if I create one evil thing, it will benefit both of us. How will that happen? How do I know that if you create this, it's not just going to sweep in and destroy us, and you will become the almighty ruler of Earth? Because it will benefit both of us. Think about it. If I create something evil, it will give me the satisfaction of harming people and having my power spread across the land. But at the same time, it will unite humanity will come together to support you in the fight against evil. You may have a point there. Don't you see? Humans are inherently prone to gathering together to fight against something they don't like. So why not make it easy for them? Let me create something that is so sinister, so evil, so diabolically insane that humanity will be forced to come together to fight against it. And again, we both win. I have my evil plan out and about, terrorizing people, making me laugh. At the same time, humanity joins together to fight against evil, which is exactly what you want. What do you say? Just this once? Let old Lucifer have his day. You know what? Okay. Okay? Yes. Just this once, I will let you create one thing, but just that, and it can't kill people. No, 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 no. I won't actually physically harm anyone. No, that's not the plan. I have a better idea. But you're saying I can do it. Yes. You can implement one thing. Very good. And now... It is time to create the most sinister, 
the most disgusting, the most hated evil thing on Earth! And now, God, take a look. When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> And last, but very much certainly not least, uh, one of my all-time favorite games on Nintendo 64. Actually, all, the, all the, the four games that we've played this week are my top four favorite games on Nintendo 64. You can just take that to the bank. Uh, but this is probably everybody's favorite Nintendo 64 game, Mario Kart. That's right, Mario Kart. Uh, what's interesting about this game is that all the characters, you know, from the Mario game somehow come together and they're not mad at each other or anything, you know? It's like Bowser and, and Mario were foes in Super Mario 64. No, they're just racing against each other now in, in Mario Kart. Same for Peach, too. You know, Bowser kidnapped her, but it's okay. They'll, they'll, she'll play along with him. No big deal, right? It's a little odd. But anyway, now I've been playing Mario Kart uh, to this point. I, I, you haven't heard me playing Mario Kart in its entirety. No, I saved the best just for you. The final level of the four-race game, and it's probably the most familiar level uh, in Mario Kart history because it's not just on 64, it's also on the Super Nintendo version. I think every version has this one. I'm talking, of course, about Rainbow Road. So now sit back and enjoy me playing the most challenging level of Mario Kart Rainbow Road. Now here's the problem. Like I said, I've, I've played three other levels up till now, right? Which is fine, no big deal. I, want, I, I came in first on the first level, and I came in second in the second two levels, in, in two and three. This is four. I am getting in first place on this level. I don't care what happens. Of course, that's not going to help. I just got uh, eaten up by a big giant muncher thing, and uh, and now I'm in third place. Damn it to hell. I'm really out of practice on Mario Kart. Oh, and the character that I am on Mario Kart is uh, my favorite. I feel, I feel as though he's the best in the Mario Kart universe, Luigi. Luigi's got it all, man. He's, you know, he's, he's Mario's brother, but he's, you know, he just, he, he seems just a little bit better, doesn't he? Mario's kind of chunky and short. Luigi's just tall and awesome. He really is. So that, that's why I kind of like uh, Luigi a little bit more. But no offense to Mario, love Mario, but, uh, but I like Luigi a little bit better. Again, if I'm not talking much, it's just because I'm in super concentration mode. I am determined to win this freaking level. It's going to happen. I don't care what I got to do. It's going to happen. Like I said, we're on historic Rainbow Road right now. And I am currently in first place. Luigi. Ah, but uh, both Donkey Kong and Yoshi just pulled ahead of me. So I'm now in third. Now I'm in second. All right, back into first. The thing about Rainbow Road, too, it's, it's probably the longest road game but it is without a doubt the most fun oh god this giant chomper thing ah got donkey kong sorry charlie or donkey whatever
we're coming to the checkered line. Oh, shit. I just got munched up by the chomper. Well, so did Yoshi, so now I'm in freaking fourth place. Damn it. Now I'm back in third. This is just not happening. We're not... I refuse to let this happen. I refuse to lose to Donkey Kong. Oh, God, don't get me again. Aha, got him. First place again. Nice banana peel. Donkey Kong just tried to take me out with a banana peel. He can suck it. Oh, because you know why? Because I've got a whole line of banana peels behind me. Now, you know what I'm talking about. If Again, if you're a player of uh, Mario Kart, you know that you will run into these little question mark things and, uh, and get all kinds of different weapons and stuff to help you uh, win the level. I just, I just fell in my own trap there. No, no, I didn't. I'm okay. I'm okay. I just laid out a bunch of banana peels and I made Yoshi and Donkey fly backwards. That's, that's pretty awesome. go again. Why put them in front of me? Really? I had another big thing of banana peels and I just threw them off the ledge. Yeah, that's going to be real handy. Thanks for that. It, it never fails. And when I'm in first place, I always get the stupid turtle shells. That's like, you know, that you launch out and it hits the person in front of you. Well, I got nobody in front of me, so why would I want that? The computer just hates me. Yeah, again, it, it cracks me up how it's like, oh, all is forgiven that happened in Super Mario. Who knows what kind of horrible things Bowser did to Peach, but now here they are racing against each other, having fun. It's a little messed up, if you ask me. But I'm not here to judge, I'm just here to play games. About to cross the finish line, which will bring us to... Lap, the final lap, lap three. Still in first place, doing pretty good. I gotta say, not to brag, but uh, Rainbow Road is my specialty in this game. It's, it certainly is. Not when I freaking hit him. Do not hit me. Oh my god. My own turtle shell hit me. Okay, and I just got munched up by the muncher. Wow. Well, the odds are against me in this level. The tables have turned big time significantly. Again? How does that even happen? How's that even real? I just got hit by my own freaking turtle shell again. Okay, okay, all right, enough of this. Uh, and, I, and I just slid over my own banana peels. I'm now in fifth place. Wow, what a series of unfortunate events. I'm like nowhere near close to the leader, who is Yoshi, by the way. Okay, well, I've gotten hit by every muncher now that's come through. I had it. I had this level. Wow. I screwed up significantly. I'm back in fourth place now. 
About to pull ahead of the princess. Which put me in third place. Now I didn't get a weapon. Too slow, princess. Now I gotta, oh no, you're ahead of me again. Oh, oh never mind. She says thank you when she pulls ahead of me. Isn't that a little condescending? Oh, I've got the star. Uh-huh. That takes it up a notch. Alright, I see Donkey Kong in my sight. He is in second place. He's duking it out with Yoshi. They're like back and forth. Oh, I see them both. You sons of bitches. You took my place. No, no, you're not going to do it to me this time. Oh my god, it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? It's me! Ha <laughs> I pulled ahead at the very end. I win Rainbow Road. What, what? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, that was a nail biter. Woo! Uh, but we, we made it through. We're okay. All is good, alright? And there you have it. That's Rainbow Road from another one of our all-time favorites. Uh, Mario Kart. I'm just out of breath. Whew, that was a nail biter to the very end. Well, well, thanks for joining me on the Hot Toddy in Game Land. Until next time, game on. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! And so there you have it, Hot Toddy in Gameland. I think that turned out pretty well. That was a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Hope it brought back some good memories for you and some nice nostalgia. And I hope you got some laughs in there this week too, because the God and Satan redo and the DA casket sketch was a lot of fun to make. I guarantee you that. I guarantee it. I guarantee that, okay? I know what I'm talking about. Sorry. That's my best Donald Trump. I hope you enjoyed that too. But anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Be sure and follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy on Facebook, Vine, and Periscope, at Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter. Twitter and hottest underscore toddy on Instagram. You can also follow some of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on Twitter: Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit. We're gonna take another break. We'll be back in three weeks with a brand new episode. I believe that's April 21st, and we've still got plenty more fun coming your way in season two of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Until next week, this is Hot Toddy once again saying, "Game on." <laughs>